Travis. Want to play a board game? But it's time to listen to Kids Corner. Do we have time? Sure. Mom always says we need to learn how to multitask. She does say that, but why a board game? Why now? Because that's what Owen and Kyle are doing right now. By mentioning playing board games, it's kind of explaining the next segment a little. Sure, but that's a bit meta. You know what Mom says about breaking the fourth wall, Joel. Oh, right. I'll get things started then. Sergeant Jacobs reporting, Commandant. At ease, Sergeant. I hear that the siege of the city is going well. Yes, sir. We expect to hear from the enemy anytime soon. I am sure the Tsar will want to hear our demands before the populace suffers. <clears throat> Come in. Commandant Olin Lafayette. That is my name. I am Lord Kyle Dusendorf III, leader of the Tsar's armed forces. He sends a message concerning the actions of your forces around our fair city. I expected as much. What does His Majesty have to say? <clears throat> he says, You've surrounded my city, an act of war if ever there was one. See that you ready yourself for battle. My forces are sneaking up on you from the south. You will be completely outflanked. We will begin firing upon your position right about... Nah. Now! That's impressive timing, but I will not be calling off the siege until my demands are met. Shall I take a message back to my czar then? Yes. Tell your master that we want him to surrender the rights to the ocean to our great country and to pay tribute every year, at least 500 gold sovereigns. You're mad! No. Just really serious. No, I mean you're crazy. Oh. There is no way that the Tsar will fulfill these terms. Then I will be meeting you in battle, my lord. You will indeed. Good day. Do you think those terms were wise, Commandant? You know the Tsar is not one to take an insult like this lightly. It is all the way of war, my friend. The spoken word has its place, but every once in a while, a battle is unavoidable. If you say so, sir. I do. Go ready the troops. I will address them after I finish preparations. Preparations? I want to listen to the radio first. Ah, yes, of course. Still playing that board game, guys? Yeah, it's pretty fun. I think I'm getting the hang of it. You haven't even won a game against me yet, Kyle. I said I'm getting the hang of it. I'm not a master at it yet. Ha! That's a bomb. Again? They don't change, Kyle. If you attack the same piece over and over again, it's not going to be a different one eventually. But you took one of my bombs earlier. Why can't I do the same? You've got to use the right pieces. Which ones? Read the instructions. It's all in there. Fine. Just don't cheat while I look it up. Trust me. I don't think I'll need to cheat to win anytime soon. Hey, Mr. Jacobs. What's going on? Good morning, Monica. Olin and Kyle found my copy of Stratego and have been playing it all morning. Stratego? What's that? It's a board game. Oh, like Monopoly? Uh, not quite. More like Battleship? Yeah, that's a little closer. It's more on the battle end of the spectrum. Well, I don't know what that means exactly, but that does remind me why I came by. Oh? Yeah, it's my friend Melanie. She and I have been... Well, okay, she's not really my friend. We're more like... I don't know, we really aren't enemies. At least not yet. Yet, huh? Interesting. Yeah, she's always been... Not mean, but not nice either, you know? You guys don't get along. Right. I don't think I did anything to make it this way. At least I hadn't until last night. Oh yeah? What happened last night? I replied to one of her posts online. She was asking where people were buying their clothes for school, and I told her that there were some really nice clothes at a thrift store my mom and I like to go to. She didn't like that. She said I was calling her poor and saying she had bad taste in clothes. So I said I didn't. 
And then she deleted my comments, so I still look like a jerk, I guess? I see. Yeah, my mom says that's why she doesn't want me on social media. Well, I see her point, but... Oh, I better get that. Hold that thought. Not like I have much of a choice. I guess I'll listen to the radio while I wait. So that's what's going on. I don't know what to do. Yeah, that sounds like a good question to ask Mr. Jacobs about. You guys don't have any ideas yourselves? I don't have any. You, Kyle? I don't think my ideas are the one that would be helpful for Monica. What? Why not? It's just, it's really easy for me to want to get back at people when they don't treat me right. And Melanie sounds like the kind of person that could get taken down a notch or two. I mean, is that so bad? It doesn't sound like something Mr. Jacobs would say to do. Exactly. I don't know any Bible verses that say it's alright to be mean to other people, even if they are being jerks. But I want to. Well, if there is, Mr. Jacobs will know where to find them. I'm back. Uh, what am I finding, Olin? Hey, Mr. Jacobs. We were just wondering if the Bible has something to say about getting back at people for being mean to us. But in a more snarky, clever kind of way. Well, the Bible does have a lot to say about that subject. Does this have something to do with that problem you were having with your friend earlier, Monica? She's not really my friend, Mr. Jacobs. Oh, uh, that's right. I was just asking the guys if they had any help on the subject, and Kyle was explaining that he could only give me some witty comebacks. Yeah. I told her she shouldn't use them, though. It's not what you would say to do. Well, you're right about that, Kyle. Though, it's what the Bible says that's important. Yeah, that's what he said, too. Mm, More or less. So, are you going to tell us what the Bible says, or at least where to find the verses about it? I could, or if you want, I could go get a drama script that explains a bit first. I think you can guess what I'm thinking. Me too. Me three. I'll go see what I can find. And we'll listen to the radio. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the philosophical drama, The Boiling Cauldron, an adapted biblical proverb about escalation. Once upon a time, in a land of fairy tales, there lived an apothecary. A what? An apothecary. You know, I thought if I heard it a second time, it would be easier to understand. And it's not. He means a person that makes medicine with herbs and powders and other things like that. Think like a pharmacist, but in olden times. Right. This apothecary was well known for his remedies and potions, and people came from far and wide to get his mixtures. I say, my great aunt is feeling under the weather, and she sent me to get a tincture for her ills. Ah, yes. There's a lot of that going around these days. I'll have to check my storeroom to see if I have any left. I just checked back there, sir. We're almost out. I have other business to attend to. I can come back when you have made another batch. That would be wonderful. I shall return after dinner. And so the apothecary and his apprentice kicked up the fire and started putting ingredients into the large cauldron that they used to mix their healing salves and restorative elixirs. What does the herbology book say about this mixture, Master? Well, my apprentice, it seems that we need a great variety of plants and minerals. I'll do the mixing, and I need you to manage the fire. All right, what do I do with it? It says over here that the fire must be low and cool. If the mixture gets too hot, it'll boil over and then, hmm, you can't read the rest. Someone spilled something here and got it all smudged. Needless to say, I think it's bad. Got it. Let's get started. And so the two of them got to work. The master carefully measuring the ingredients and carefully stirring them into the mixture, and the apprentice occasionally adding a couple logs to the fire to keep the pot simmering. 
Ah, rats. What is it, sir? I forgot rat weed. I'll have to fetch it. Do you want me to do that? No, just keep going. Hopefully we can keep our schedule despite my mistake. And so the apprentice continued to stoke the fire, but as she did, she thought to herself, Poor master, because of this mistake, the brew will be delayed, and that rich customer from before might not be happy that he'll have to wait. I wonder if I gave this fire a little more fuel, that might speed things up a bit. And so she threw a couple more logs on the fire. The flames leapt up brighter and warmer. The liquid in the cauldron began to bubble happily, and all seemed like it was going to plan. I've saved the day. Won't the master be pleased? But her celebration came too soon. The rolling boil turned into large amounts of frothing. Clouds of bubbles spilled over the side, and as the mixture touched the fire below, Did you find the ratweed? Yeah. Now, can you help me find the rest of my shop? I'm back. Is the medicine ready? The moral is that when we are talking with people, there is a chance that they might offend us in some way. When this happens, we have a choice. We can either proceed calmly and coolly, or we can get heated saying harsh things back. When we stay calm, we can keep the conversation from getting out of control. On the other hand, when we use our words to hurt others, things have the potential to get messy. Kind of like a dangerous potion that boils over. You guys are looking thoughtful. Was the drama hard to understand? No, I think we got it, Mr. Jacobs. But you said this was a lesson from the Bible. That's right, Monica. Proverbs 15.1 tells us that when we speak harshly, it typically just makes the situation worse. But when we use gentle ways of talking, it can stop a situation from getting worse. That's the verse you based the drama on? Okay, bit of a stretch, but I guess it works. I can see it, Kyle. I do too, just not super straightforward. I'll do better next time. So back to why we're talking about this in the first place. Melanie and me. Obviously, from what we learned, I shouldn't write back in a mean way, but what does a gentle way look like? Well, you might want to start with Ephesians 4.29, where God tells us to speak in a way that helps those who hear us, encouraging them as they need it. So with Melanie, I should try to encourage her? Wait, perhaps. But another thing you might want to do is not bother answering at all. You can do that? Sometimes it's the best thing we can do, Olin. Verses like Proverbs 11.12, 29.11 and James 1.19 tell us sometimes it's better not to respond, especially when our emotions are running high. Yeah, I know I've been in situations where I was excited and said things that weren't smart to say or helpful. Me too. It's not easy, even for grown-ups. But God tells us in Proverbs 12.20 and Romans 12.18 that making peace with others is something that he blesses. All right. Well, I'd better go, Mr. Jacobs. I've got to figure out how to make peace with Melanie. Maybe I'll ask my parents about it. Sounds like a wise decision. Thanks, see you later. Bye, Monica. So, Olin, you up for another round of Stratego? Sure, if that's okay with you, Mr. Jacobs. Sounds good to me. Great, why don't you set it up, Kyle? I'll be right back. Why, what are you doing? Turning off the radio. Ah, right.